0: and welcome back to growing with the flow thank you for tuning in today I'm Nana. I'm your host <laughs> I've literally never said that it sounds so weird I never picture myself as like a host of this podcast it's like are you the host of your like the whole podcast you know what I mean in my mind a host is like I'm hosting a show and then there's like a team of other people but this is like I'm the host the editor I don't know the marketing person not that I really do any marketing but Instagram I guess I guess maybe I am the podcast. Some food for thought. Anyway, today's episode's one of my favourites. We're doing another big sister advice column. I feel like these are some of my favourites to record and seem to be liked by the listeners, you guys. So, always happy to do another one. I would honestly do this, like, every other week because I just love... I feel like I'm... I don't know. I used to do a lot more, like, planned topics, like, planned episodes where the topics. I've like researched a topic a little bit and like planned stuff out. But my issue with that is I feel like I never like unless I you know, I'm not going to write like a dissertation each week on each topic and all the topics I've discussed kind of have that breadth to them. So it feels a little bit like why am I even like stabbing in the dark trying to like cover this topic when I don't really have like the time in like a hour episode to cover it. But then I guess it's just sort of what's on my mind about that topic at the moment I don't know I I'm, mean I'm I don't know I want to do more of like in the interactive episodes because they are my favorite <sighs> I would also I've kind of recently been like I wish I had a co-host <laughs> because sometimes there's some topics I feel like I'd like to talk about but I want to like bounce off of someone I was thinking maybe I should have a friend on again I had Niamh on once I don't even know when that was like 2021 that was so fun like it was so funny and like I was really not nervous but like I don't like vlog in front of people I would never dream of like podcasting in front of somebody stuff like that because I just find it like cringe but once we got into it I really liked the episode and I had a really good time doing it so I was thinking maybe I could get Neve back on or Shreya or anyone or any of my friends I'd love to have on but it's just like ah it's a little bit scary and it's like getting it all together I don't know but I do yeah it is it was a good time and I've only done it once and this is the fifty-ninth episode anyway okay what have I been up to recently my little life updates I went to Edinburgh for a few days which was really nice I saw this TikTok the other day this like therapist I feel like probably you've seen her um and she was talking about like it's like a fish bowl and she was saying like oh like there's something toxic in your life or like there's some like negativity and the all the water goes brown and then you take the fish out the bowl and you put it into clean water and like that's the equivalent of you like going on holiday or um taking a break from you know work or whatever it is that is causing you like your issues and suddenly everything seems great again you're like oh my god like I love life (laughs) and then eventually the holiday ends, you have to go back to work, whatever it is, and you go back into the murky water and it's like, oh, back here again, and the feeling just, like, I feel like, I think the, what I took away from it was, like, you can take yourself out of the situation and that can make you feel better, but it's not, like, a long-term fix, you know, you can't rely on holidays to enjoy your life, or, I don't know, I guess the sad truth is that a lot of people, um, but if, if you're like living aspirationally or for a like perfect world for example I'm not saying that this is possible but like I kind of want my my tank to be nice water all the time and it just made me think like oh because every time I go to Edinburgh which I've gone like quite a few times recently it is just like I just feel so much like lighter and like better and here's my issue is that I don't know what the problem is when I'm here. This is, like, i just in my flop era when I'm in London at the moment. Um, and I just can't figure it out because I wish it was just... Not I wish, but, like, I wish I knew what the, the issue was so I could just, like, address it. But I think it's just, like, being in my, like, childhood bedroom is just the stagnant feeling that I just, like, can't shake. I don't know. Especially because it feels like everybody else is going on with their life. Like, my brother's at uni, my parents are at work all my friends are like nearly all my friends have jobs or are doing still in uni or like doing a master's or something so actually all my friends apart from Neve, so like literally everyone I know and it kind of just feels like I'm just chilling in my childhood bedroom and I feel like this is part of the gap year that like people don't talk about that much or like I don't know don't I feel like you, this is something to consider if you're under a gap year unless you've planned to be away or like busy with whatever it is that you're planning to do for the entire 15 months because most of the time if you're doing it like in academic years it's the full year plus the summer of the last year you get me so it's like 15 months unless you have the funds and the plans to fill every single like you know 19% of the fifth 15 months there's going to be time where you're home and you're not really doing anything of value like you're probably just working like a part-time job or I don't know even if you're just home for like two weeks and you don't get a job like you're literally just sat in your childhood bedroom and it is kind of like what do I do now and our whole lives I feel like we're taught to like be super productive and like I kind of feel like I get my self-worth in a way from like academics or like a job or like being super productive and this year i've like had the opportunity which is like a huge privilege and one that i've not really had before other than like you know summer but summer feels different because everyone's doing it and like i don't know but what i have right now is like a huge privilege which is that i can wake up most days and i am trying to like make videos and podcasts and stuff but aside from that i'm kind of just like i have nothing to do like i could choose today to have done nothing i've chosen that so many days to just like do nothing or like relax and in theory that's really nice because it's like you're finally free from like capitalism and like the productivity wheel and like always chasing the next big thing but it's like it's not relaxing because it's just been like drilled into you to be productive and that's what makes you like worthwhile as a person i don't know it's it's a little bit interesting a little bit <laughs> not fully but anyway i am going to be quite busy soon I'll tell you my future plans actually so two in two weeks I'm driving to Edinburgh I'm taking the car again which I'm a little bit like about because I hate not hate but like so it's a seven hour drive probably eight when I've like stopped and stuff maybe like seven and a half and I feel like if you're not from I don't even know the UK or like Europe like if I feel like in America my mind you do like you guys do like massive drives because it's such a big country and like I don't know isn't Texas the size of like Europe not that's an exaggeration but isn't it something like that where it's like just massive whereas here I feel like a seven hour drive is like I'm going the like kind of the length of the country I'd say the longest drive you can do in the UK like 15 hours I'm assuming I don't know from like the top of Scotland to Cornwall is what I'm envisioning I don't know though but, like, you really can't drive, like, you know. A seven-hour drive is very long. <laughs> and on my own, it's just boring. It's just so boring. And I've not done it in a while. I've not done it for a year, actually, when I moved home last year. So I've had some, like, some time off from it, which is nice. But, yeah, it's just, like, so long. I've done it a few times. I did it, like, the last the Christmas of my final year. Like I came home and then drove back up, but yeah, it's just I need to like save podcasts. But my issue is is like because I don't have any life right now or like anything on. I'm like just going to the gym or like going a walk or something, and then it's like I'm using up all my podcasts. But I need to save them. But yeah, anyway, that's what I'm doing in two weeks. The reason I'm driving is because me and Shreya are going to Aviemore, which is like two hours, I think it's like two and a bit hours up from Edinburgh. Into I think it's in the Cairn Can- Gorms. I always find that word so hard to say, and so yeah, it should be really nice. Lots of locks, lots of like a nice scenery, natural beauty, you know that sort of thing. We're going away for a couple of days, and then I'm going to stay with Neve, and then I'm going to stay in Edinburgh. So it's gonna be really nice. Actually, I don't know if I'm going to Edinburgh. I I don't know, but I'm going to Scotland for like two full weeks, which is really exciting, and um yeah, I'm just excited to like be with friends that's another thing about my current life is that I don't like see friends very much I I'd say I see friends like once a week (laughs) but really not that much because it's hard to like for example a lot of my friends work Monday to Friday and they can't guarantee like what time they'll finish so like they're not free Monday to Friday most of the time So then it's like, okay, well, I can meet you on the weekend. But then it's like, okay, well, that's once a week max. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe they have family stuff. or Like, you know, not everyone's free all weekend, every week. So I think that's another issue in my life is that I just don't see friends that much, especially going from like uni where you live with your best friends. And like, we used to hang out with our friends all day, every day. Like we'd literally go to the library with them, have lunch with them, go back to the library, watch TV in the evening together. Like it was just like so much friend time. And I really liked that. I feel like it was like very comforting to me and I'm spending a lot of time on my own right now which is fine again like I don't know it's fine <laughs> but and I am independent and I am like I went on that trip to Europe for like six weeks on my own and it doesn't bother me being by myself but I I feel like it would be naive to say like oh I don't need other people or I don't need like human interaction like it's not like cool to say that like that's not true <laughs> so I don't even know where I was, going. oh yeah, anyway, I'm going to Scotland for two weeks, I'm coming home for three days and then I'm going to India, so I have got stuff coming up that would be busy for, I'm going to India for the whole of June, so I have got some stuff, busy stuff coming up and I'm like, oh I should like pre-record really, like realistically I should be recording like most days because there's so many weeks where I'm gonna be away, I'm gonna try do some pre-recording, I'd love it if I could get an episode out like every other week while I'm away, and then hopefully every week, I don't know, I just, I need to stop promising things, okay, anyway, that's my life update, that was kind of long, so let's get into the advice, I kind of want to do some new advice, I feel like I always read similar submissions, but I want to do some that I've not done before, something, or like topics that I've not covered before, let's have a look, oh, okay, <laughs> feeling directionless during uni summer holidays, relatable, okay, I think... Let's carry on talking about this. I feel like the reason we feel directionless is because, especially in school, I think summer holidays are like six weeks, which is like a long time, but it's not... Like uni summer holidays are like three months, right? Like June, July, August, yeah. can be longer. I feel like some unis, it's like three and a half months. That's like a quarter of your year, you're like just entertaining yourself. I'd say my main advice is like... And I also need to take this advice right now, but it's just so difficult. Is that in the grand scheme of life, having this free time and this like time where you can like be more like picky or I don't know, be more in charge of what you're doing with your time? Obviously, like you can't choose every second of every day, like if you probably have a job or whatever, but I feel like the fact that you have more choice in that way unique and something to really appreciate and I'm trying so hard to appreciate it right now but I just can't get it in my head that it's a good thing like for example I'm sure when you've been working a job like you know you get a job after uni and you work for like 10 years like you know I'm saying like imagine in like 10 years from now when you've been working that job for 10 years you would love a uni summer especially because all your friends from uni are also off maybe they live far away but like your home friends if they went to uni will be around as well and it's just like I don't know summer's a great season I feel like there is like stuff to do you can even if you're just like you know reading or watching tv or just enjoying like I think the issue is that we sabotage ourselves because it's like it's a dream scenario where especially for me like my uni summers okay I worked like had a quote real job in first year summer and second year summer for me was COVID so I didn't but I went back to my job after that oh maybe I did for some of it I don't remember but like third year, year summer I was doing YouTube as my job so I didn't even have a job I disliked which is like the dream like I had like the perfect summer setup it's just nice I feel like you can try to enjoy like I don't know also knowing that like you're going back in September like you need to recharge you need that time to like decompress and that's something to be like very grateful for i think i have this problem too so my ideas for things you could do plan like little day trips or trips with your uni friends or home friends even like camping or something that's like really cheap and just like in the country you live in just things like that Can those are such like sweet memories i feel like stuff like that what else like enjoy the city that you live in probably have like a part-time job but I always like I kind of ended up loving my part-time jobs in the summer I know like a lot of jobs are really really shit and the jobs I did were like very tiring and like like I kind of hated it in the moment but at the same time you're like hanging out with a group of people if the people are nice I feel like it's a good time like we'd go to the pub like once a week and I don't know like laugh about the job and stuff like that I don't know I just feel like it can be like good I know not to like romanticize something that is just inherently shit but there are like I don't know I feel like it's in retrospect it can be like nice so yeah just remember that like it is like so we're so lucky to have any time like that and it's like a bummer that we've been conditioned to like feel like unworthy of it but this is the situation you've got so make the most of it Working in group projects. Okay, oh my god, do I hate group projects. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I'm not the best in a team, <laughs> which is, like, a fatal flaw to have, like, not a good flaw at all. Something I kind of love <laughs> about YouTube is that, like, I'm just completely on my own, um, like, timetable and scheduling where I'm not waiting for anybody else to submit something to me, People are waiting for me to submit stuff. But, you know, like, I just feel like there's not too many, like, deadlines or relying. You don't really have to rely on other people too much. And I quite like that. I feel like I can trust myself to do my work, but not not so much these days, to be honest. But, like, in theory, I can trust myself to, like, be on time for stuff. But group projects in uni. I actually never had it bad, but I have friends who... It's like the day before, and there's people in the group that have done nothing, like haven't written a single thing on the Google Doc, haven't gone to any of the meetings. Like, I just feel like people, a group work, I think, is just so, I don't know, it does feel a little bit silly because everyone's got such a different situation, and people are willing to put in different amounts of effort to uni. Like, especially when the groups are assigned, it's like, well, I'm going for this grade, someone else is going for this grade. Obviously, we're not going to be putting in the same amount of effort, you know? And it does sometimes feel, like, that's well, a bit unfair. But I guess that's life. And I think that's the point of group work is to, like, teach you that. I know at some unis you get individual marks. But at my uni, the group project would get a mark. And then everyone in the group gets that mark. So, it was very much, like, you want that project to be good. It can't just be that your bit's good because they won't even know which bit that is. <sighs> my advice for working in groups. If you can, I would say try to like pick the people because i just yeah it's just in general it's easier if you pick people that you like know they're like work know how they work the issue i feel like also is if you submit stuff like well and like i'm for example i get stressed doing stuff last minute so i just don't do that like i'll just like work slowly over the course of the time but i know a lot of people like that's just how they work like you do the project like a week before, but with group work, it just doesn't work like that, and it's kind of frustrating with everyone's different inputs. And also, I feel like the uni is never very understanding. Like, for example, if you were to go to them and say like, "Oh, this person hasn't done any of the group work," they're kind of just like, mm, "Oh well." Like, whereas at work, I feel like that would be received like as, "Oh, that's a problem," you know. and So my advice is pick the people, try and pick the people. I know that's not always possible um and then just try and be planned like don't be shy to be like oh I'm gonna make like a rough like schedule of what we're gonna do because that is just like so worth it give yourself mini deadlines and like everybody else and I know it's so hard if nobody else is like caring but even like just work backwards from the deadline and be like oh well we want to have it done by this day so we can like read over it and then okay that means that we should all submit our parts on this day and just stuff like that like try and plan it out but also know that it does suck I really don't like group work at uni I just feel like it's just I don't know it's so much harder to coordinate than the project like than the value of the project if you get me yeah I'd also say try meet up in person I do think that people are more likely to like be held accountable or like feel like a commitment to the group project if you meet up in person whereas if you always do it on zoom I feel like it's easy to just close your laptop and like forget about like what you've been asked to do or like your like for example if you all say like oh let's all do the reading for our sections by this day and meet up and discuss it I feel like people are more likely to do the reading and be like embarrassed if they haven't done it when you meet up than if you were to just like zoom Chat about it, especially in uni. I feel like often people are always like in camp on campus at the same time. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, somebody said I'm doing my A levels this month. I have no idea what to do after my graduation. Firstly, you have so much time. Like, genuinely, there is no stress. There's no rush. This is like honestly kind of a good situation to be in. Obviously, I'm sure you wished you knew what you wanted to do, but there's so much opportunity. I think my advice would be to take a gap year if you're doing your A-levels now and you don't know what to do that means you've not applied to uni and I don't know when apprenticeships like when those like the deadlines for those are but my advice would be to take a gap year for sure um I know it's not like accessible to everyone but I feel like you can tailor it to what is accessible to you so Unjaded Jade has a great video um I think it's from like four years ago now but it's a video on what to do on a gap year and I can't I feel like she's got like loads of ideas in that. So even if you have a long summer, I feel like that's a great video to watch. Like something just like things to sort of like fill your time because after school, like school, you're so used to having everything like planned out for you. So it is a bit like oh my god, what am I gonna do every day? So my advice would be to take a gap year and either do something. I would say try and save some money it again it depends on your situation like whether that's possible and stuff but I would say like get a full-time like job or like try and do more hours at your current job or something like that and save up till like this is okay this really is just an example now (laughs) till like Christmas and then you could go traveling for three months or even one month or anything like that. I feel like also you can do a lot of like working abroad things, which is a way of like traveling and seeing a new country without having to spend as much. And you obviously have to cover the flights, but your wages should cover like your life while you're there. Yeah, obviously, if you're not into travel, those are two bad suggestions, but I'd say a combination of like work and fun is what is gonna like give you a good experience. Like, obviously, you need the money to do the stuff, but then you can hopefully go see some stuff and then I'd say on that year it will probably become more clear it's likely it will become more clear what you want to do the next year like you'll probably I don't know maybe even like time away from education you'll be like oh actually I do want to go to uni I'm going to apply or you'll be like oh this aspect of something that I've been doing while I'm here that I'm interested in that maybe I'll apply for a job in that I don't know I feel like with time things will become more clear so don't get bogged down in the fact that you don't know what to do because um it is like you're gonna do something (laughs) like it is gonna you know something's gonna happen even if you do something you don't like that's just you know a step in towards what it is that you will like post exam anxieties okay I guess this is pretty relevant for this time of year this I actually don't relate to that much I feel like I'm I can be like anxious before an exam i'd say i'm an overall anxious person but like academic stress doesn't give me too much anxiety i just i don't know why just doesn't really stress me out too much but for me after an exam in my mind it's like oh like now i have time away from having to stress about the exam like you know because i'm assuming there's at least like a month until you find out what would be hard i feel like is if you come out on exam you're like i know that went badly And I know this is a hard mindset to adopt but I just think you have to see it as like well the exam is done now whether it went good or bad there's literally nothing no value in thinking about it now because it's done like it's in the past and you can't go back in time so now if anything you should just enjoy the time where you don't know whether it went good or bad like if it has gone badly you should just enjoy your life until you find out that it's gone badly not that if it goes badly that's like gonna ruin everything but I feel yeah my mindset is very much like you have to just look forward a quote my mum always told me I do not think she came up with this but maybe like her grandma told it was to her or something like that I can't remember but it is worrying it's like a rocking chair gives you something to do but it gets you nowhere and I think this is very Apt in this scenario because you've done the exam you can worry about it and you know that'll give your brain something to like focus on but realistically that's not getting you any closer to doing better in the exam because the exam is done so that's kind of harsh advice but I that is how I think of it like the exams in the past and there's nothing to be done about it now (laughs) oh okay what to do if my best friend is in a toxic relationship but she loves him anyway this is never a fun situation I'm trying to think if I've ever been in this situation I don't think so actually but it's never nice seeing anyone you're friends with be mistreated by that could be by a friend a parent a partner whatever it is and because because you're outside the situation it's always so like crystal clear that that isn't like an okay way to be treated but when you're in the situation I feel like you're blinded by like love and that could be of a partner of a friend or a part, a parent, whatever it is. It's hard because I, in some ways, I'm like, you need to tell them how you feel, but I also think that you can't. I don't know. It's also, it makes the friendship so tricky. If you say like, oh, I really don't like that they do this, and then they continue to go out with them, it's then it's just a bit like, oh, well, now it's like, the elephant in the room is that I don't agree with this aspect, but it's still happening. So just, I don't know, I'd say my advice, this might not be the best advice, would be to approach them with it once and say like, oh I, maybe you should talk to him about this and this and this because I don't feel like that's the best, I don't know, I don't feel like those are the healthiest things that are happening and you're so great and I feel like you deserve this, 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 like I think you're, you know, keep it like positive (laughs) positive." And then I would just like walk away from the situation. I feel like after I've said it once, I would probably just like let it be and not bring it up again unless I was like really, really concerned. But once they know how you feel, I feel like it's not on you to like repeatedly like guide them in the right direction. It, but it is hard because I know that when you're in that situation, like when you're the, the person with the partner or the what whoever it is it's like so much harder to see what's happening so yeah I would say like try and like plant the idea like make them think like make them question maybe it's not okay for this to be happening and then just like I would probably not speak to them about it unless they brought it up unless I was really concerned how to deal with loneliness loneliness when solo traveling before I left my mum was like you know if you feel lonely like just come home like really don't stress about it like and she didn't mean like you know if you feel a bit lonely just give up but like you know if it gets too much she did a lot of solo travel when she was younger I she, she went to live in China for like i don't know how long 6 months i think maybe like a year and so i feel like she she knows this thing or two and my advice would be if you're solo traveling the one of the perks is like you're not marching <laughs> to the to the beat of anyone else's drum you know like if you decide you want to come home like you're not letting anyone down because and not that you are if you're with a friend but you know what I mean like it would feel like I'm you know letting someone else down by leaving this trip so I would say just it's gonna be fine and just you can go home if you need to if you are just a bit lonely and you want to stay but you're just like struggling with it I'd say try and meet more people which is so much easier said than done but you know, if you're staying in a hostel, put, try and put yourself out there, and this is advice I wouldn't take, by the way, just, <laughs> just so you know, like, it's not like I do this and I'm, like, perfect, but not that anyone thought I was, but you know what I mean, like, this is hard advice to take, but I'd say try and put yourself out there with the people that are around you where you are, and if that fails, just message a friend and be like, oh, i have not speaking to you in a while, let's FaceTime this week when you're free, or, oh, like, I'm on a walk like I'm on a walk right now are you free like let's cool and just like ha- like that's the great thing about like social media and the internet and stuff is like not social media but you know phones and stuff is being able to contact people because I feel like an hour FaceTime if you've been on a- your own for a while that can do like a world of good so I would say like utilize the fact that you can do that and also try and put yourself out there with like the people that are around you stay busy I guess if you're traveling you probably are quite busy but I feel like that helps as well even like you do a day trip somewhere like you book a day trip with like and it's you know a group of people and the leader that even on that something like that like chat to the people who are there there's no pressure because if they don't like you you're not going to see them again after this day but if you do like them you could be like how long are you in this place like let's hang out you know so also know that like it definitely can feel lonely but you know you're going to come home one day and all the friends and like relationships that you have at home are still going to exist so like this is just a time in your life where you're going to be more solo (laughs) and that's just how I don't know there's lots of chapters in life and that's just like I see it as like that's just like one of the chapters you know Someone said, should you get back with an ex if the breakup was messy and kind of disrespectful? I'm thinking no. And I'm thinking you know the answer is no as well. If you're saying kind of disrespectful. Um, Obviously, I don't know the situation, but. Okay, uh, writing a dissertation or thesis. Advice for that. So, let me think. I handed mine in, like, over a year ago. Which is insane. I can't believe how, not how, I guess time has gone fast and slow because that feels like a lifetime ago but also like kind of like last week um okay my advice other than the obvious things I feel like people's advice is always start early that is the best advice but I'd say don't start like writing early because I feel for me anyway if I'd started writing really early it would have just been a waste because I wasn't going to use I feel like as you go forward through the process you understand more like what is actually relevant to write about or what is like a good chapter and if you just start writing like really really early I feel personally that like I would have written stuff that was like ended up not making it in the dissertation so my advice would be start early and like focus on research readings and write that up like write what you've learned from each reading or whatever but I wouldn't say like start writing the actual thing early um use your use your supervisor or whoever it is that you have like you know the staff person because normally if you come across like keen they're very like happy to help because they're like obviously interested in the subject and they are dedicating their life to to you know that that area of study so they want to talk about it and they I feel like sometimes it feels like oh I'm so irrelevant I'm just like a little undergrad and they they've got bigger things on but I feel like they I'm assuming they can sort of see themselves in us and I don't know for me anyway if someone was like to me like oh I'm doing a level maths or whatever like can you like give me some advice it's like oh I'd like love to give you advice because that's like something I've like gone through quote use the person that you're Um, assigned or that you've chosen to be like the supervisor. Trust the process. (laughs) It will get done but sometimes it's going to feel like it won't get done. I don't know. You're not the anomaly. Sometimes I have to tell myself like I'm not the anomaly because often I'll be like oh my god I'm like for example I'm gonna fail my drive I'm never gonna pass my driving test I'm never ever gonna learn to drive like it's just not for me I'm never ever ever gonna be able to do this that's how I feel about I'm such a giver opera at the start of things like I literally the other day I was like I'm gonna learn how to crochet a granny square I tried like i watched this YouTube video this was like a week ago and I came to the conclusion I couldn't do it if it just wasn't for me I would never ever be able to do it like and I shut the laptop I walked away I was like bummer because I already bought the hook (laughs) and I can't do it I will never ever be able to do this and then like a few days later I was like okay okay, one more try I was like just watch the entire YouTube video try to follow it the whole thing and if you still can't do it that's fine but like actually watch the whole thing and now I've made a pillowcase guys well I haven't like fully I've made the pieces that will make it I don't know I've made like some stuff and it's like now I can crochet it with like without thinking and like I could just watch TV and crochet which is so fun but it's like I instant my instant like reaction to not being like instantly like okay at something is like oh well I just can't do it then like I'm I'm the problem like I'll never be able to drive I'll never be able to crochet and it's like firstly what a stupid mindset <laughs> but secondly like I'm not the anomaly like I'm not special and yes everyone's special but you know in some ways it's like nice to be like I'm not special you know most people can drive given that you've had lessons and the opportunity to learn but like you know it's very rare to be like I can't drive and obviously like some people it's gonna take more lessons or like you give up then you try again you come back to it but like I don't know it's just one of those things where it's like I at the first like few like the first week of learning I was like I will never ever be able to do this I just know it and then four months later, I passed. So it's kind of like, just don't... And I feel like this goes for this dissertation. Just don't get all, like, I don't know, in your head about it because when there were points where I was writing it where I was like, this will not get finished or this isn't going to be anywhere. This is going to be an embarrassment to hand this in, like, because it's just not going to be, like, of the right level of work. And I ended up getting, like a, like, a decent mark in it. So it really isn't the end of the world also another thing to think about is that it's your first piece of like proper proper independent work and like where you're properly studying something like on your own that you've come up with I don't feel like obviously there's like examples of that but it's definitely the biggest one that you've done up to that point and they know that (laughs) like they know it's independent work like it's marked with them knowing that you've not had help with it whereas if you compare it to like a regular essay where you've been taught the content that it's just marked so differently so I would say like you're not the anomaly you're not the only person that can't do it like you you will get it done and it's gonna be fine oh this is such a fun one okay organizing a big trip in another continent ah that makes me like excited to read that it depends where you're going obviously my advice would be don't like heavily plan it because Things will come up while you're away that you, like, realise you want to do. So if you plan the entire route out and book things, then you get somewhere and then you meet someone on a boat trip or something. And they're like, oh, you have to go to this thing. It's only an hour away and it's so fun. I had such a good time. And then you've not got it in your schedule. It's like, oh, I've come all the way around the world, really. And now I'm missing this cool thing because I pre-planned stuff. So I'd say be flexible. When we went to Southeast Asia, we planned... The countries the, the list of countries and the like the order but we didn't plan what places within the countries um we also changed it we went to Malaysia in the end which we didn't have on the original list and yeah just things like that like you can always plan while you're there even if you're planning like we booked a lot of stuff like hotels and stuff like the day before I think it really depends what season you're going in I wouldn't recommend doing that if, like or relying on that but I'd say you can book things like two weeks before again it really depends though because if you're coming to like Europe the issue is is if you're going to Europe it's like what much cheaper to do things further in advance so there yeah again there's anomalies to that but my advice would be don't have like too strict of a route what we did was we booked a return flight so we had a flight out to Singapore and a flight back from Bangkok and we booked the first two weeks of like accommodation and travel and then other than that we just like worked it out as we went along and that worked really really well for us i'd say that would be good for southeast asia south america um i don't know how it works in australia i know a lot of people travel there i have a lot of friends actually or like i feel like my whole instagram not really not as much now but like month ago two months ago was like people in Australia I don't know if you have to book things further in advance there but either way I feel like you probably don't need to plan everything before you go so yeah I'd say in terms of organizing you don't have to organize too much I'd say things to focus on are your budget like how much money do you have how much money should you be spending like you don't want to run out of money and then I'd also say a rough idea of like when you're coming back you don't have to book a return flight just depends we did because it was way cheaper my flights to southeast asia were i think like 460 quid return which is like such a good deal and it wasn't direct but it was like it wasn't indirect it was like a one hour flight and then a 12 hour flight so it was kind of very straightforward and yeah we i feel like we saved a lot of money by doing that but you don't have to you definitely can like book a return flight when you're there and but I would say like if you don't book it like a month in advance plus like you're going to be paying like more than you need to but maybe that's worth it to you I don't know in terms of like activities and stuff I feel like it just becomes apparent when you're in the places like a lot of stuff we do like we would just be walking along the street and see like a boat tour like a little kiosk to like book a boat tour you know you walk around you see a few kiosks you look at the prices you look at what's included one piece of advice that surprised me is that it was cheaper to buy stuff like like for example a boat day. It was cheaper to book that when you were there like in cash with like somebody on the street than it was to do it online. I feel like in the UK or like where I'm like yeah in maybe in Europe as well, it's typically cheaper to buy stuff online than to buy it with like a tourist person in person, but we found that it was often cheaper if you book it like with the person. I don't know, maybe they prefer the cash, I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel like she the question is organizing a big trip, but I really don't think you have to do like too much organization. Like a lot of it will just come with time and the people that you meet like while you're away will recommend stuff and I feel like trust that because like if they've literally been to it last week, like (laughs) that's more reliable than like any article I feel like online that's been written like ten years ago or something. Yeah, those are my, my main advice. Okay last question. Advice on choosing a uni location slash course. Hmm. Location I'd say really think do you want to live there? Are you a city person? Are you a you know small town person? Like do you like being near nature? Do you not really care about that? Do you like living in a place where like London for example where there's always something on there's like ample there's gallery after gallery you know loads of theatre stuff always a new restaurant to try or do you like living in a small city where you kind of know everything really well and you get more of a sense of like community do you like a campus uni or a city-based uni if that's a big decision in terms of course I would say like go on the websites and look at the course outlines and then the topics that you're studying and if you don't know what the st- topics mean just do like five minutes of research into what that actually is because sometimes it's like we'll be studying this it's like I have no idea what that is so just like spend a little bit of time and also look at like for example is there a year abroad option like is that something that you're interested in or I don't know for some unis if you're doing a joint honours it depends sometimes you have to do the dissertation in one subject or you can choose which one you want to do it in Um, just stuff like that also for some courses I feel like you can pick between doing like a project or a dissertation is that an option that you want to have how far away is it from your house how expensive is it to get there because you'll probably be doing that journey like at least like a handful of times a year and that's going to set you back cost-wise if it's really really expensive and if it is and you decide that you want to go like budget that in advance so Yeah, there's lots to think about, but I do think most people end up enjoying what they choose because it's, I don't know, I kind of, sometimes I feel like we're programmed to like up the decisions we make because it's like, there's, it would be so miserable to not like them. Do you get what I mean? Like, if you choose to go to a certain uni, obviously it's like very normal to drop out and like change your mind and stuff. But I do think for a lot of people, even if there's aspects you don't like, you end up kind of loving it because it's it's your life and like your new community and like friends and I don't know I feel like I wouldn't stress like too too much about it um I'm trying to think if there's anything I didn't like about Edinburgh I guess it's quite far away you can spend easily like 80 quid on return train tickets which is just annoying and it does take a good half a day to travel but I kind of think I don't mind that because it's worth it once I get there Try to think if there's anything else I didn't like edinburgh is a city uni which i preferred i think i like being like near loads of other stuff but i'm sure a lot of people don't love that i would say the first year situation in edinburgh isn't great because you can either live in pollock which is like kind of like a campus of accommodation um but it's all apart from one i think catered and i didn't want to be catered like if you don't want to be catered you're kind of in like a bit of a like random situation where you're living in halls that are like dotted around the city some of them are really far away from the uni as well I'd say that that's like one of the downfalls but that's what you get when you go to a city uni because obviously they can't just like house everyone in one space in the middle of the city okay that's everything I have for this week I hope you enjoyed I hopefully will be back on Monday and like I said I'm gonna try and plan out what I'm doing so that everything fits together um I'm gonna have a YouTube video coming out this weekend or next weekend, I think. So you can look out for that. I also uploaded two YouTube videos recently. If you're interested in those, um but yeah, thank you so much for listening. I yeah, it means a lot to me. I feel like I don't say that enough, but it's kind of it means a lot to me. But also, I have no idea. Like, I it kind of is like I can't understand that anyone's listening. So. I don't know (laughs) yeah if you have listened to the whole thing let me know where you listen to it I love seeing like stories where you show me what you're up to or you can like leave a comment or something um but yeah have a nice rest of your week and see you next week bye